0: We're going to take a few minutes and consider the Word of God together. Would you pray with me that we would have open hearts and that we would really delve into what God has to say to us? <speaking in Hebrew> Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. I want to share with you five words for the new year, five words or thoughts that I hope will help you. The Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, the new year, is a time when we're stirred by the sounds of the shofar. Wasn't it great to hear this wonderful team of shofar blowers? And our souls and our spirits are stirred to consider the majesty of the Lord. He is king above all kings. And we listen to the sounds of the shofar, and we remember that one of the purposes of the shofar is to call people together. And so we assemble together as a community, and as well we hear the shofar, and it's a warning call. It's a call to be on guard, to be alert, and to be ready. The sounds of the shofar also remind us that the year is closing. In fact, the sun is down. It has closed. Adios, 5779. And the new year is dawning, 5780, 5780. We're a little bit ahead of the other calendars. But this is also a time to humble ourselves before God. A time to examine ourselves, we set a clear course with God for the coming year. And as we welcome this new year, I want to review with you some key ideas and thoughts that have been important to us as a congregation, with the hope that uh, this review will help you be prepared to make the most of the coming year. And the first thought is fresh, I hope, because we talked about it just yesterday. So we'll test your short-term memory. (laughs) Two words. Choose life. Say that with me. Choose life. If you're sitting next to someone you like, smile when you say this, but tell them, choose life. Choose life. Deuteronomy 30, verses 19 and 20 put it this way. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live. And that you may love the Lord your God, obey him, that is a triple X word in America, obey him, do what he says, and hold fast to him. Why? For he is your life. Smile at that person again and say, he's your life. (laughs) He's your life. He is your life. God's not just an abstraction. He's not just far away. He's the source of your life. In John 14, 6, Yeshua put it this way I am the way, the truth, and the life. The life. And when we choose life and when we hold fast to God, He keeps opening our hearts and our minds. And He keeps opening our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ears. And as a result, We can see what others cannot see. We can see what is otherwise invisible. We hear words of life, words of wisdom, words of instruction from the Lord. The very word Torah means instruction, not just law, but instruction. It's authoritative, so it has the force of law. But we get instruction from God when our hearts are open to the Lord, when we're choosing the Lord and choosing life with him. When we have open hearts and we're receiving from the Lord, then we can really understand the Lord's goals and priorities. And we can do what he says in a way that pleases him. We can find real satisfaction in seeing God's will being done in this earth. Do you remember how Yeshua taught us to pray? One of the ways was, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God's doing a lot of stuff in heaven. You know what? He wants us to join him in this earth. And one of the ways that heaven and earth are connected is through prayer, through the people of God who love God, who hear the Lord, who follow the Lord and say, I want to do what you're doing. I want to see what you're doing. I want to understand what you're doing so that I can join you. Choose life. Choose life, and your hearts will open. Choose life, and your minds will open. Now, the second thought is connected to the focus and vision of our calling as a synagogue and our calling as well as part of the Messianic movement, and it connects us to the theme of the revival of the Jewish people and the revival of the nations of the world. Isaiah 49, verse 6, the Lord says, it's not enough. I love that phrase. It's not enough. Say that with me. It's not enough. It's not enough that you're merely my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the offspring of Israel. I read that. I think about it and I think, it's not enough. You gotta be kidding, this is hard. This is not easy work. Do you agree? A few of you know what I'm talking about. But it's not enough. God not only wants to restore and revive and renew the Jewish people, he has plans for the whole world. It's not enough, I will also make you a light to the nations. Let's say that together. I will also make you a light to the nations. To my salvation, so my salvation can spread to the ends of the earth. Now just so that you understand, The point of reference is the land of Israel. The ends of the earth is Jacksonville. (laughs) And points west. God intends to restore the children of Israel, but he doesn't intend to stop there. And if you're following the news about Israel, you know Israel needs a lot of help in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways is this. Israel needs a new government and they're having difficulty forming a government. You know, there's an old saying, where there are two Jews, there are three opinions. But in Israel, there are many, many parties. So there are even more than three opinions. And it's not yet been possible for their parliamentary government to form with a majority. They cannot agree who's going to work together. They need help. Of course, our country has solved all of these problems (laughs) by agreeing never to work together. No, I I don't know. That doesn't really solve anything, does it? You know, when you're praying for Jerusalem, it actually teaches you how to pray for America as well. America needs help. Did you know that? I'm just checking. Lord, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, we pray for the well-being of the country, for the people, for all of the different people groups that are living there, and we pray, Lord, that you would grant favor for those who can lead uh, a, a government that represents everyone. We pray this in the name of Yeshua, and at the same time, we pray for our government, which really needs help too, and we pray, Lord, for, uh, for a new heart, for leadership, that causes people to work together and not against each other. In Yeshua's name. Amen. Well, God intends to restore the children of Israel. He doesn't want to stop there. He wants to revive the nations of the world. And Isaiah 49.6 is a prophetic word that helps us see the connection. It's not that God wants to do one without the other. He wants to revive the Jewish people and He wants to revive the nations of the world. Now, this also helps us understand our community life in the synagogue. Jews and Gentiles together needing each other in order to fulfill what God has for us. Jews need Gentiles. So all the Jews who think you can make it without Gentiles, good luck. It's not part of God's plan. He wants us to be together. Gentiles, you need Jews as well. In fact, we need each other. And I think it's always good and healthy for us to smile when we say these difficult words, I need you. <laughs> I'm well, my wife, I'm saying I need you. But that's not difficult for me. That's easy. But why don't you smile to the person you didn't smile at who's sitting near you? <laughs> and and say this, I need you. I need you. We need you. We need each other. And if, if you remember our uh, new English word for the year, adumbration, yes. yeah, some of you are still aching over that one. God wants us to be an adumbration, a prophetic anticipation of what he will fully accomplish through Messiah, and he wants us to come together and to count on each other. He wants us to be dependable so that others can count on us. And so that requires that each of us say, count on me and count me in. He wants us to bridge the gaps between our ethnic and our family histories, to value each other. And I can tell you this, I thank the Lord for you. And for this congregation, I thank the Lord for the young ones, the old ones, the men, the women, the people from distant places, and the few people who were actually born in Jacksonville. We thank the Lord for our native Jacksonvillians, both of you who are here. <laughs> and the children who were born here too. Now the third thought is, one we've expressed for many years in a single Hebrew word, kadima. Say that with me, kadima. Kadima is a Hebrew word. It means forward. It can also mean charge, and it also mean, means let's go. Let's go. Kadima, I think, is a valuable word that can keep you moving in the right direction. Every time you face a challenge, remember Kadima. Forward. Every time you celebrate a victory, remember Kadima. Forward. Kadima It's a life word for me, and I hope it's a life word for you. It keeps me focused. I don't want to go back the way I came. I don't want to go every way that others are going. I want to go forward with God. Kadima. So we may as well keep doing this. Smile again. Tell, tell someone Kadima. But but don't move right now, okay? Don't rush in my direction. Charge, Charge, right. (laughs) Yeah, in the Israeli military, the the, uh, officers lead the charge, and they say Kadima, forward, let's go, Kadima. The fourth word is actually a phrase in Hebrew, Lador Vador. Say that with me. Lador Vador. It it means in English generation to generation. And it's, I think, a key idea for our congregation. We're a congregation that includes and values all generations. From the youngest to the oldest. We serve together. We serve one another. Young people are serving now. The youth group, as I mentioned, uh, prepared the Rosh Hashanah Oneg with apples and challah. Young and old are serving together, they're serving in the worship ministry, they're serving together in the Torah reading ministry, Uh, they're serving in the dance ministries, they're serving in the greeting ministries, they're all over the place, young and old. And what's really valuable and what's really important is that we don't segregate by ages and just remove one age group from all of us. We do have some age-specific activities, and we have childcare, but we also involve, to a large extent, children of every age and adults of every age together. We have young people who actually enjoy being with older people. Can you imagine? <laughs> and it's actually part of our heart. We want young people to be serving now and active now and to find a place of service and ministry now because as they do that, they can continue and they can grow in their place of service. We want the young and the old to show kindness and appreciation and love and care to one another and that's why sometimes at the Onegs you will hear me saying, stop running. Stop running. And when children stop and then I see these old people running (laughs) I just shrug my shoulders you know I don't know what to do but we have a rule don't run into anybody and don't knock them down because if you knock them down you have to pick them up (laughs) our God is known as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He's the God of grandfathers, and the God of sons, and the God of grandsons. He's the God of Sarah. He's the God of Rebekah, and the God of Rachel, and Leah. And that means he's the God of grandmothers, and he's the God of daughters, and he's the God of granddaughters. And so all of us, young and old, men and women, boys and girls, Jews and Gentiles, we are stronger and better together. If you were here yesterday, you'd know where I'm going. <laughs> we are stronger and better together. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> yeah, don't make me work so hard. <laughs> You've got to put effort into this too. <laughs> I'm thinking of... Joanna Markechia Romero's bat mitzvah yesterday. It's an example of this. Men and women working together to equip a young woman of God. And what a beautiful thing to see Joanna growing up in this congregation. Don't you think so? And so, l'ador v'ador, say that again. L'ador v'ador, generation to generation. Now the fourth idea is captured in one Hebrew word that's repeated, ma'at, ma'at. Say that with me, ma'at, ma'at. Little by little. God told the children of Israel they would occupy the promised land ma'at, ma'at. Little by little. And it's the same for us. God wants breakthroughs for sure, but not every situation is improved with a breakthrough. Some things must become established. They they must become solid and fruitful through a step-by-step process. Ma'at, ma'at. Say that again. Ma'at, ma'at. And we celebrate every step of progress, each moment that moves us forward. Ma'at, ma'at. We're patient, but we're moving forward. We're patient, but we're working in a way that will give a lasting inheritance to our children and to our children's children. Now, I want to invite my wife, Sandy, and Sandy, to come up to help with this last word. It's more than a word. It's actually a verse from the Psalms. And so can we have this microphone on as she's coming up? It's, uh, it's a beautiful word that the Lord put on Sandy's heart. And would you give her a warm welcome?
1: Well, shana Tova. So lovely to see everyone here tonight. We often have a New Year's resolution. I had an old year resolution that I would write the thank you notes that I had neglected before the end of this year we just finished. So I've been working on that, and um, the Lord just emphasized this scripture that I added in, in my thank you notes for my. Friends and family who I had neglected to send a thank you note to. And it's from Psalm 6511. It's a perfect Rosh Hashanah verse. And I just send it to each one of you with my love and um, really hope for the greatness of this coming year for each of you. And it's very simple. It says, you crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. So I pray that each one of you will just find real abundance in this year, abundance in your hearts, abundance in your family life, abundance in every area that you have any kind of lack or uh, just plain old addition. So. I really pray that your carts would overflow with goodness and that there'd be abundance, so much abundance in your life that you could share it uh, with others.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to close just with a word of prayer. Lord, I pray that the Lord would grant each one of you more than you could ask or imagine, and that you would find surprising increase as you serve the Lord with gladness. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. 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 Now we do have a few more things to do, and so I want to invite the worship team back up.